Hi, I'm Haley. And I'm Becky. And this is How to Not Get Killed. This is Halloween. This This is is Halloween. 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 (laughs) I don't know the rest of it. Again, I should have learned from the last episode. That's okay. So happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Oh, my favorite freaking day of the year. Mm-hmm. It's Literally, it's my favorite of the year. It's my favorite day of the year. Like I like, I, I like Halloween more than Christmas. I know you do. Mm-hmm. 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 It's a problem. We got to <laughs> figure this out for you. That's okay. I feel like that's how most people are. Yeah. A lot of people just prefer Halloween. Yeah. Like it's, it's also like my dad, like he loves Halloween. So I feel like we, oh, I wasn't expecting just, that. Yeah. Oh, he loves it. Oh, our house is like decorated with like tombstones and mm-hmm. shit and like, I could see it with Rose because she always goes like hardcore with her outfits. Because my dad makes them. Oh. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know the secret. Yeah, I- my dad is like the one that like made all of our costumes growing up. He And then if him and my mom were ever going to costume parties, like he would make them and whatever. My mom would, would just show up and then he'd just give and her her outfit. She'd get all the credit too because she'd be like, look at what I'm wearing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but no, oh. he's very talented. Huh. Yeah, I had no idea. This is very exciting. I'm going to get Bill to make me a costume this year. Oh, he loves it. He loves it. I'm going to call him. You could I'm just show up right with now. like fabric and like a staple gun and, and he'll, he'll like, be like, figure hold it out. my beer. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. So not a lot of business to go over this week. So I'm, I'm just going to jump into it. This week we have a special guest star on for the first time ever. Our first ever guest star. So that's pretty exciting. Round of applause. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this person's going to tell their story live in person. So I'd like to introduce... The man, the myth, the legend himself, our sound editor and Becky's less better half, Drew Danko. <laughs> Yo. Oh, shit. It's happening. Already fucked it up. All right. I'm going to have to edit that shit out. It's probably all going to stay in. They're quick edits these days. Uh, Yeah, I don't know. That seems good. Um, How, how do you want me... To do this, you want me just to start mm-hmm. going? Okay. Yeah, just just share share your story, share your truth. Um, share my truth. <laughs> Where Fantastic. to begin? Okay, so I guess um, to start in high school, we moved into um, like the woods, basically. Growing up, we were in like small town, and then we moved into like the suburbs, kind of just outside of the city. And then uh, parents had enough of that, and they kind of <laughs> moved out of town into... It's still close to the city, but it's, like, all forest and stuff like that. Um, so, yeah, it's high school, you know, start smoking weed, and that means that I'm up at, <laughs> you know, <laughs> we are, night, Didn't we all? Yeah. No? Playing video know. games and, and smoking weed, but you can't smoke inside because then, your, you know, your parents will find out and, and shit like that. And then you're grounded, um, <laughs> or however that sorts out. I didn't get caught too many times, uh, which is why I'll, this always happened. So there's like the screens in the windows, and um, to get the smoke outside, you have to pull that off and stick your head out the window and, you know, blow the smoke out. And um, sometimes you, you do it for a while, but then sometimes you just you start listening outside, especially if it was like, dead silent which you could get at night and uh every now and then you'd hear like 
at first we we would hear these like blood curdling screams and stuff all these mysterious sounds from the forest oh my god um but like the screams ended up being i guess becky figured it out the screams ended up being uh <laughs> becky's over here like that was me yeah and it was like coming right from the neighbors and they were like like the more like rundown house um up here too so it, it was just kind of convenient uh where it was like it sounded like a little girl like getting murdered like deathly screams coming from the forest. It's kind of like, ooh, don't want to be involved in that. That sounds like a bad time. Wait, but this was actually coming from your neighbors, you said? That's what it sounded like, yeah. And oh, then finally, okay. I guess Becky found out that it was, it's like a female red fox. Oh. It's like the, it's mating call. Like if you Google like female red fox mating call and listen through a few, it is the most horrifying thing ever oh i feel like maybe you've shown me this becky you've like told me about it yeah probably yeah, yeah. And we found it out we were like you guys gotta hear this like, yeah this is what we've been hearing from the forest <laughs> this is crazy yeah um so whatever we'd hear like mysterious noises and then we'd finally figured out after like months or something like that of researching because the hell's coming from outside my window um but there was one we could never figure out so you know Dead of night, smoke a bowl, take the screen off, blow it out the window so the folks don't find out. And then you hear this weird ass like mumbling from the forest that we ended up calling the chatter. And it, you ready for this, Haley? It I'm sounded like on the um, edge of my seat. Well, I'm gonna do it. Yeah, <laughs> it sounded like this weird like like weird no like disembodied not words way. but like sounded like something was talking like upholding a conversation or like something like that it like and it would go on you listen sometimes and it just be from the forest for like a minute straight wow was there any like i don't know if this is like the speech therapy in me but like was there any sort of like intonation sounding or was it just sort of like monotone no it was like monotone like That's it sounded so like what strange. an alien would sound like in a movie or something like that. That's so weird. And so, yeah, at the beginning, it's just kind of like, okay, weird noise from the forest. We've heard it before or heard like noises before. It's got to be something. And through all the research, through everything, nothing. We'd find nothing. Um, so that's fine. It was just kind of like something you had to live with. Mm -hmm. And it was freaky and you wouldn't want to be outside in the dead of night in like the back end of the property. Um, so how often would you say... Like you would it hear it. It could be it. like nightly. Oh. Yeah. Wow. And then th this probably had, went on for like years. I, I don't know if I said it already. So we ended up calling it the chatter. Mm -hmm. And yeah. it was just like yep. a thing like that we talked about. It'd be like, oh, like, did you hear the chatter last night? Like we like discussed it at the dinner table. <laughs> oh my God. And so my parents have an apartment here. Um, and all the kids at some point have kind of like cycled through living here um, at the apartment on, on like the parents' property. And uh, the apartment backs onto the part that it happens. The mm -hmm. like, what are they called? The the meadow yeah. or whatever. Um, and it's like forest on either side and like a little grass clearing in the center. And between everything is people's properties. Like, or on the other side of the bricks are people's properties. So it can't like, I don't know. It's got to be something. Maybe it's coming from further. Is it only coming from in these things? I, who knows? But when my brother lived here, his girlfriend claimed he would see like, like not bodies, go like forms, like figures, shadowy figures in the back of of the meadow, 
And so that was weird. They were one of the first, I think, to, to cycle through the apartment here. And then my stepbrother lived here and um, him and his girlfriend lived here for a little bit. And I remember one time we were out like on the back deck smoking a joint at night and I asked him, I was like, oh, you heard the chatter lately kind of thing. It was probably going to tell him about like one of my happenings in my room kind of thing. Um, and he cut me off and was like, don't say anything. Like you can't talk about this around my girlfriend. I told her it's raccoons. Don't like, just don't deal with it. So oh. they had been hearing it to the point where it was like a problem. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, it is what it is. It was super weird. Had it been like scaring her and he just told her it was I, raccoons? I think that's the case. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> don't so, tell her. Uh, <laughs> Keep so your yeah, mouth shut. So that's the chatter. <laughs> that went on for like years. Uh, never figured it out. And we just chalked it up to like ghouls or goblins or aliens or something. Yeah, it's like an sure. alien testing site in yeah. that field over there. And uh, so in high school, later high school, like grade 11-ish, probably, I got into lucid dreaming. You know what that is? Kind um, of. So it's like you can train yourself to experience your dreams from like a lucid standpoint so you can actually comprehend that you're in a dream and then if you stay in the dream and don't wake up from that you can kind of control it or at least control yourself and like okay do whatever you want okay. in your dream it's pretty yeah. wild i feel like i i feel like i've had certain dreams where i've been able totally. to do that yeah it like yeah. happens sometimes yeah but there's like certain methods where you can do it so you like my thing was like i'd write a line on my hand and then i'd look at the clock and it's called like a reality check. And you look at your hand and then you look at the clock because there's always a clock in a classroom. It's really easy to do during school. You just do that a couple times every like couple of hours to the point where it becomes like a repetition, like a habit of yours. And oh. you do it for weeks. And then like you'd have a month into your build of doing these reality checks. And what would happen is in your dream, you know, you fall asleep. There's kind of like a little method to that. You lay on your back, stay very still. And then you fall asleep. And you do the reality check in your dream because you're so used to doing it in real life. Oh. And you look at your hand and you look at the clock and then you're like, well, and you look at the hand there's no line, whereas there's always a line in real life because you've drawn it there. And you look at the clock and like the numbers will change or like the hands will change because in your dreams, your brain can't keep that stuff straight. Okay. It, there's no consistency. All right. And then it happens and you're like, whoa, I'm in a dream. This is so cool. And then usually like you wake up like for the first little while of doing it right then when you get better at it you that happens you do the reality check and you're like well i'm in a dream and then you kind of hang on for dear life and you can actually like do stuff you can look around and you're conscious that you're in a dream you're like actively experiencing it it's a really cool thing huh um what i didn't know at the time though <laughs> there's another side to it where yeah, i don't know you so you wake up the first little bit you wake up let's mm -hmm. start there and one night I'm like in my bed, I'm doing the thing and I'm like pretty good at it at this point. Like I can, I was excited to go to bed because I knew that I was going to have a lucid dream and I could like do things. It was super, like super cool. Cool. Yeah. Um, and you can like spin around, change locations, whatever. And this particular night I like lay down, I fall asleep. It was like a little later than usual. Um, I totally would have heard the chatter that night for sure and freaked me out. And then whatever, I'm laying in bed and 
I'm like starting to drift off because like I was saying, you kind of like lay on your back and then you like, I would like cross my hands over like a mummy. And you okay. Just very still. And then all of a sudden you'd be like asleep, but um, it would just like ease you into it really fast. I don't know why, but it just seemed to work. This particular night I did that and then I opened my eyes and I thought I was dreaming and I'm like, oh shit, no, this, I'm just back awake. And I was like, wait, what? And I could hear the like, like close. In, like outside my room, doors closed, but like this isn't coming from outside the window. This is fucking in the house kind of deal. Oh my God. And so now my like mind's racing. I'm panicking and I realize I can't move. Like my, my arms are like folded over. I can't move them. My body's just totally still. I can't move my legs. I'm like, you know, Paralyzed. body's done for. Just my mind like sitting here experiencing this. And as my mind's racing, I come to the conclusion that it's like, okay, this is it. I'm being abducted by aliens. This, <laughs> this is the situation I find myself in. How do I react to this? Like, what? What, what do the I do? The plan here, right? Yeah. Can't move. Mind's awake. Uh, like, I don't know. So my mind's just going like a mile a minute, trying to figure out what the fuck to do. And it's like getting close. You can hear it. It sounds like it's like coming up the stairs. Oh my! And it's getting God. like that much closer, and I'm freaking out. And finally, I get like a little bit of feeling in my fingertips. And I keep moving them. I get it in my hand. I finally get it like up to my elbow so I can like swing my forearm. <laughs> and then finally I'm able to like swing my forearm over. At this point, it's like, it's right outside my door. I'm like, this, this is either I get the jump on these fucking aliens or I am boned. Like, who knows what's next? Oh, my God. Um, so they're right outside the fucking door at this point. And I finally get my arm going and I'm like swinging it over my body and I like toss myself out of my bed onto the floor and i'm like what the fuck and everything just kind of like sinks in i realize i have full control again and i hear and there's nothing it's dead goddamn silent and what i what had happened was when you like wake up from whatever a dream sometimes it can happen without lucid dreaming. You you get sleep paralysis. Mm -hmm. And it happens when you're dreaming so that when you're like running in your sleep, you're not fucking flailing, kicking off the sheets and hurting people or like running off the edge of a cliff from like an evolutionary standpoint. Um, and so your body's just like done. And I guess the method I use for the lucid dreaming to like fall asleep really quickly, apparently I like did a bunch of research online it, it can just like happen where you have all these auditory and like visual hallucinations. People will say they've seen like demons in their sleep and they see like ghosts like rushing around the room. Uh, yeah, I have shit. heard people tell me certain stories yeah. like that before. And so it was like sleep paralysis, but it was so vividly the the chatter. Yeah. And then like after that point, after my like near abduction experience, <laughs> I'd never heard it again. Really? Ever. Yeah. Not once. Not once. How long ago was this? Uh, oh, you said this was like grade 11, right? This probably would have been when I like came back at some point during college, I think. Oh, okay. I was just like spending a weekend or like a night here. So maybe like, I don't know, like 2014, 2015 or something like that. Um, so Becky, you've never heard it? No. I don't think you, you would have, no. But like everyone in this house has heard it. Everyone wow. talks about it. Except for Jade. I think Jade says that she's heard it, but I think she's just trying to get in on the on the running like She story feels left here. out. Yeah. I've heard it I too. I don't believe she's ever heard it. <laughs> I'm hearing it right now. Yeah. Well, it was never like during the day. You'd never hear it anywhere else. And that's why it was like, okay, well, it can't be the neighbors. It can't be like something from the yeah. street. It has to be something nocturnal or something 
fucking paranormal or <laughs> a goddamn alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, yeah, with the near abduction, it was like, okay, aliens for sure. And then we never heard it again. And that was wow. It. Yeah. I feel like I'm missing a part. I feel like there's like a really tantalizing part that I'm missing, but... Um, it's it's the part about how you and Michael did get abducted, and when you woke up, both your butts hurt, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you guys definitely got your asses probed by the aliens. That's the part you're missing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What? Yeah. So let me tell you about the probing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get into into the nitty gritty details here. No, yeah, that's it. Yeah. So you know, we had a minor forest haunting. It's never been back. And then nothing. Man. Yeah. yeah. They got too close, and then you. You know. Yeah, shit got you real. I woke them. up, I got the jump on him, and they yeah. were like, yo, fuck this. They were this like, no, he knows. A, we have to get out of here. Yeah, he His ass the, is too strong. <laughs> get out of the abduction dude. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's awesome. I mean, that's wild. That's weird. Yeah. That's so, I know. I love stories like that where it's just like, that's so weird. There's no explanation that we know right now. And I have a theory. Oh, you have a theory? This entire family's fucking crazy. They're all liars. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, it's aliens. I'm, oh. It probably is aliens. I want to have, I'm going to at the end tell like Luke's dad's alien God. like story. And it's like, he was telling me and I'm like, I want that to happen to me. Like no, I want to experience this, <laughs> but it's not like, yeah, it's not an abduction story or anything. It's. Oh, apparently Oscar has oh, his own story to Oscar's tell. Oscar's like, I've heard the chatter too. <laughs> he is the chatter. <laughs> um, but you'll understand when I tell you. Because it's just, I, don't, I, want, I want that experience, but I don't want it to scar me for life. Yeah. Sure. I feel like if you do have that experience, though, it's going to scar you for life no matter what. His dad's fine. He's fine. Okay. He's cool. He sounds okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then now Drew and I have a shared story if you will it's not long it's very short but so him and i moved like here to the woods together in the apartment what five years ago something like that something like that five about five years ago now um ever since we've moved in there's this like house down the road that you can never see the house fully the people are oftentimes outside but in the five years that we've lived here no matter how hard we try, whenever these people that live there are outside, we can never see their faces. Like their backs are always turned or they're always wearing really strange hats that cover their faces just perfectly. <laughs> they're like, yeah, just like the just right amount of obscured that no matter, like, no matter what which... angle you try to look at there, it's just like the shadow. And then the, so the one weird. time that I like almost got a look of like someone bringing out their recycling in the morning after I was dropping off at work one day. They had turned their head so quickly, it seemed like they were trying to not be caught. <laughs> like, so we've just always had this like running joke that like they're just like from a parallel universe and we're just like not allowed to see their faces and <laughs> we probably never will. Maybe they're the chatter. Maybe, yeah, could be the case. It, yeah. You know what? It's when you do finally see their faces, it's going to be your own faces. That's why. <laughs> okay, that's, that's why so they're scary. like, we can't because it's like oh God, you maybe. from another, <laughs> like, you know, well, there's like you from another there's, dimension. There's three conclusions to be drawn here one parallel universe, and they're like, they're out a lot, especially mm -hmm. in like, like they got kids. So yes. when I would, when I was working like before in town and I would go their direction to get to work. I would see them like every morning waiting with their kids uh, to get on the bus, 
putting out the recycling on whatever day it was. Like, do the kids have faces? No. What? Yeah. They're wearing hats. Totally. Uh, who wears hats that much? Or, I'm sorry. Or like raincoats with like hoods. Yeah. And like. They're it, always it looking was, down. It was or... like, I don't know what to de describe it as. It was like some kind of optical illusion where like, you know, no matter how you look, it was like the face would be like away from your like vision. Like you couldn't, yep. there was no way to do it. But yeah, so three conclusions. <laughs> Parallel universe. Mm -hmm. Break in the matrix. Yep. Oh, yeah. Or it's just like, you know, life's a simulation. They're not, they're not like rendering. Like their faces were never <laughs> programmed. It's yeah. like, I guess it's like a glitch in the ma matrix still. I yeah. guess that's still, still loading. So two, yeah, two things. Yeah. Or, 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 or you know, well, I guess a parallel universe channel. is my theory too, but like mm. it's that it's you guys in yeah. the future. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or, or similar to what you said, life's a simulation. Like, what if we're in like a game? And, or like the Truman Show, like we are the Truman Show and those faceless people are just like actors and we're not allowed to see them. And Haley's like, fuck, they found out. Yeah. She's <laughs> yeah. like literally calling the team. <laughs> Guys, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's um, so, I can't wait to yeah. get a and text this from has you. has been like years too. One day, Becky's going to call me be like, I saw their face. Yeah, yeah. Yes, it's going to be huge news when we finally do see their faces. So the other day, yeah, yeah. what was it, Monday, something like that, we were driving to the grocery store, which we have to pass their house to get to the grocery store, and we saw this tractor, which was like, I don't know, a couple hundred feet away from their house. And we saw people, we saw some faces, but we have no idea if these were the people that live at the faceless house. It couldn't have been. It couldn't have been because they, they had they faces. Had faces yeah. That's true. No, but it, it was can't far be. enough away that it could have been anyone from that street or anyone from our street even like coming over. I think at this point, yeah, if we saw their face, we, you just wouldn't know. Yeah. Because or they'd be so horrifying. these fucking people without faces. <laughs> oh my God. It's been five years. That's so weird. Okay. Can I drive by? Yeah. I'll take you there right now. Oh my God. Let's go. They and won't have like, faces. It's been under construction the whole time too. Their property. That, that's be... why I'm leaning more to the like, you know, breaking the simulation kind of thing. Yeah, because it's like going to be permanently under construction yeah. forever. Yeah, including these people's faces. We've yeah. never even been able to see the house fully. No, you can't because it like dips. It, it's like the forest line and then you see like one of those concrete storage things that they have like parks and stuff with like the door, the lock mm. that you can't get into whatever it stores. They have like a tractor on the property, a big silver truck. And then like the property dips down under the tree line. So you can just kind of get little glances of what the house looks like through the trees, but you can't see anything. So yeah. it's like this weird little blip in the map that mm -hmm. does and doesn't exist. Man. <laughs> it doesn't exist. We're imagining it. That's crazy. I yeah. love that. I lo we don't. We want to see their faces. <laughs> Show yourselves. <laughs> Well, that's, oh. that's mine and Drew's stories. Exactly. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming on, Drew. Yeah, my pleasure. It's been a blast. I can't <laughs> wait to edit my own voice. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah. All right. You're free to go. You can go do whatever you want now. All right. Peace out, suckers. Bye. All right. So, yeah. Thanks to Drew. For yeah. That was awesome. Joining. Hopefully you guys liked that. I loved it. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I know like you vaguely talked about it a long time ago, but it's, it's fun to hear like Drew's account of it. Oh yeah. Because like when I had told you and the girls about it, it was just kind of me ripping on Drew for being abducted by aliens. Yeah. So 
I don't know. I just I had presented it in such a way that it was just me making fun of him mm-hmm. rather than you being able to actually hear his personal <laughs> yeah, account. No, absolutely. Because like I've heard everybody's stories here and like I believe them all. I, I'm not calling them liars. I've just I've never heard myself. I know. I've never heard myself. I know. It disappeared right, magically right before I showed up into this family's picture. They knew you were coming. I know. The scream though that we talked about, I had heard. Yeah. And the reason why they now know what it was is because I like literally like didn't sleep for like two nights straight because I just Googled every kind of animal that would possibly be in our vicinity mm-hmm. and listened to like mating calls. They're like regular like vocalizations and just like compared them all. And then every time I heard one that sounded remotely like a scream, I'd literally be like, is it this? Is it this? Because I was like so scared about hearing this scream. Yeah. And then I finally heard it and I was like, no, that's it can't be like. And then that's when I had discovered that it was a fox's mating call. I think I would do the same thing. I'd need to find some sort of explanation or else I'd be like, there's just someone screaming outside well, of. And that's. And again, it backs onto like a forest. So it like, does. That's terrifying. We're surrounded by forest. It's not like, yeah, like the, they're not in a city or anything. Like no. it's very remote. Out no, here, and this is so. like perfect, like murder stomping ground. So that's why I went into like my brain of being like well, we're going to get murdered. Mm-hmm. And they're all like telling me these stories about these screams and the chatter and stuff around dinner, like very casually, just like eating like, yeah, so anyways, pass, pass the fucking mashed potatoes. And I'm like, <laughs> well, no, we need to get to the bottom of this so that I can sleep tonight knowing I'm not going to get my ass probed by fucking aliens. Yeah. So yeah, I yeah. or like chained up to a tree, like the woman that they hear screaming in the night. So yeah, I wanted to fucking <laughs> figure it out. Anyways, let's good for you. Yeah, I've solved one mystery out of the two. Mm-hmm. The faceless people—that's just never going to fucking be solved. Never. I still have hope. Okay, I've lived here for five years. <laughs> like, I don't have hope. My hope was gone a long time ago. <laughs> maybe, maybe the faceless people will listen to this and they'll present themselves. <gasps> Do you, you want listen. them to? No, I'm scared. Okay. What if they're like heinous looking, and I'm like, I fucking knew it. <laughs> they look like <laughs> monsters. Like, I don't know we'll fucking see (laughs) so let's jump into this we're gonna start reading off our listener stories we've got some good ones here and yeah Yeah. we're we're gonna read out your stories like exactly how you've written them Mm -hmm. um yeah that's pretty much it i don't know what else i was trying to say there but yeah no we're just gonna read what you guys wrote to us all right i'm gonna try and not you know mess up everyone's stories like i usually mess up my (laughs) own stories so (laughs) Fuck yeah, let's do this. The first story is from Aaron S. I don't know if you've given us permission to use your last name, so just Aaron S. You know who you are because when you hear this story, you're going to know that it's your story. (laughs) So Aaron writes, buckle up, ladies, because I have a story about a little place on the Ohio-Pennsylvania border called bordered i've already fucked it up i'm one sentence in out get out i'm one (laughs) sentence in border called zombie land is this a real place yeah it's um yeah like it's actually zombie land i think it's in ohio i know she said it's on the border but i looked it up after she sent this is she lying to us it doesn't exact it doesn't exist does it you look no i looked it up it exists um we're already we're literally one sentence in and we're already so (laughs) off topic (laughs) okay i'll keep going you google that Uh so it's it's on the border called zombie land so she writes my experience starts not quite 10 years ago when i was quote unquote talking to a guy we'll name him max is what she says while getting to know each other better max soon learned that i'm deeply fascinated with the paranormal obviously because the paranormal is fucking cool i know i I was i i associate with that yeah me too that is when he first told me about Zombieland, right outside our hometown 
I can't describe what Zombieland is exactly other than it's one of those areas where bad, unexplainable things happen. <sighs> Let's fucking go. So, of course, I asked him to take me there in the daytime because I'm a scaredy cat. Aaron, you know what? Me too. Yeah. Me too. I, would, I wouldn't go at night. No, I don't think I would go at night, especially not like my first time going. <laughs> she, and then she writes, and I haven't gotten to this part yet, and I obviously don't know how to not get killed. You know what? Keep listening to the podcast. We'll help make sure you know <laughs> how to not get killed. That's the whole point. <laughs> so when we first turned on to... Oh, she actually went. Oh, damn. Okay. Oh, it's getting good. Yeah. Okay, when we first turned onto the road that leads into Zombieland, Max pointed out a little chapel with the Virgin Mary outside. He explained that her hands would move that it, move, and that if her hands were open, it was safe to enter. If her hands were folded in prayer, well, she's praying for you. Honestly, I have no idea what her hands were doing when we entered that evening. Oh, you should have paid attention. You should have checked because... That would be like a key footnote here, Aaron. Come on. I know. I I just looked it up. It is. It's called Zombie Land. Two words. Hillsville, Pennsylvania. Okay. Okay. It's actually called that. Okay. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> Good to know. As we drove around the empty, beat-up roads, Max pointed out the house that was the site of an alien encounter, and we crossed over Crybaby Bridge. Is that a real place too? Yeah. It must be in the town. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Okay, we're going. We're it's, going. There. I think it's. I, I read something that says that it's had multiple different names in the past. Okay, There's like I like Crybaby Bridge. But, I feel yeah. like that's where Jade needs to go because she's a little bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> we got a jab at her at least once an episode. Like, <laughs> yeah. all right. So Max gave me the stories on these locations, but honestly, I can't remember them anymore. Zombieland, as Max told it, had all the cliche, scary stories that I wonder if he was just making it all up, maybe hoping he would scare me enough that I would end up in his lap. I mean, oh. a little bit of column A, a little bit of column B, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. One thing that really sticks out in my mind is that he told me that satanic worshippers made sacrifices out in the woods and as if to back up the back this up, I'm so sorry, I'm bad at reading. I distinctly remember goat carcasses being all over the shoulder of the road, but that isn't the scary part. See, that's Ooh. where I'd shit my pants because that's not cool. Yeah. No, I would I would be freaked out, I think, just by the sight of that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that would traumatize me. Like, not cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. So that does kind of back up his thing because I feel like if, if you saw, like, raccoons everywhere, I might be like, oh, okay, sure. Mm -hmm. You see those, like, everywhere. But goats? Are goats, like, a common, like, animal that just roam around there? Like in pennsylvania i'm, I'm not sure no. like i mean goats are just they're common like farm animals and stuff but but i'm assuming for... no one's there farming on zombie land mm, well maybe outside of it maybe I don't near know. it i don't know anyways back to her story max was driving along when all of a sudden his truck lost power and we were just coasting along Ooh, he was slamming on the gas pedal but we weren't going anywhere i about oh. shit myself did you shit yourself? It's okay if you did shit yourself. <laughs> I would probably shit myself. I would have shit myself the second I saw the <laughs> ghost. I'd have to change my underwear at least four times. So my parents had no clue where I was. Oh my goodness. You're giving me anxiety, Aaron. Okay. All right. They had no clue where I was and I was about to be sacrificed to Satan. You probably were. <laughs> yeah, that's I, what I would I be thinking I can vouch for this story. Well, that wasn't quite the case since I'm here to tell this. Maybe you're not. Maybe this is all part of the whole like parallel universe. Maybe Erin doesn't exist. Now she's a faceless person. Oh my God. She's one of the faceless people. <laughs> Max had a really old truck. And when I wasn't looking, 
quotes, probably staring at some goat carcasses. He turned the key in the ignition and turned the truck off. So yeah, Max got all the laughs and a few smacks and I lost about 20 years of my life. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, what a Max, you piece of shit. Oh, you son of a... You son of a... (laughs) (laughs) While nothing paranormal happened that night, I hope this little story made you laugh because I know I look back on it and laugh too. I do laugh at the fact that you probably shit yourself. Yeah, You're trying to make it sound like you didn't poop yourself. We know some rosebuds came out. That'd be terrifying. (laughs) I would be pooping. Zombieland is a real place and while I have never forgotten that night there, it has recently come to my attention that I live on the same road that the Virgin Mary statue is on. (gasps) Maybe like 15 minutes down the road from the entrance of Zombieland. I kind of wish I passed the statue more often but maybe it's best that I leave the Virgin Mary alone to pray for the residents of Zombieland thanks for reading Aaron oh and then she writes P.S. I found this article after writing my story and there's pictures that 100% match my memory of the place oh I'm gonna look none of Max's stories as I poorly remember them show up on this list so yeah he was probably full of shit (laughs) but hey Zombieland is real and while may not be paranormal it definitely has a ton of urban legend associated with it that was a good story. Yeah. It's, and we um, will post the link uh, to the like article that she. Yes. That, that'll be that in she sent because I, I read it. It's very interesting. It's and it's just like about someone's like journey into Zombieland. There's pictures and stuff. So like she said, that's exactly what it looked like when when she went, I'm which looking. is super cool. Like, honestly, I read that and I was like, OK, when are we going? OK, so also I want to know, do these hands actually move? So, Aaron, what you got to do, you've got. You've got homework to do. Well, in I think it's in this article, or maybe I just went down a rabbit hole and read like a, a bunch of other ones yeah. back when she sent this to us. But I did read something that says like no one's ever seen the hands open. It's just like a legend that like, oh, if her or sorry, no one's ever seen her hands. What did she say? Open. You can enter. Closed. Closed. She's praying for the residents. She's always praying. That's what I read is oh. that she's always praying. So you're like not. You're all spo- fucked. You're never supposed to go into it. It's supposed to be like scary all the time. Mm. I think I think that's what I read. One they or the other. It's always shut. it's always open or it's always closed. Like it's just no one's ever seen the, the, the opposite. Yeah. And she does look particularly sad in the images. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Oh, this is scary stuff. <gasps> yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. that was really good that was awesome yeah stop number four the killing fields whoa okay excuse me no oh shit okay Becky's just reading the article I'm reading. Right yeah now. sorry i went on my own i'm so sorry about <laughs> that yeah in the picture her hands are closed so i think they're just that that's what i read is that like no one's ever seen them open so it's just always like yeah you can't go in you're not supposed to go in yeah Aaron, you shouldn't have gone in. Well, she's she's cursed now. She's a faceless she's person fine. now. That's what she's gets. You know, like that's what happens. Thank you, Aaron, Thank for that you. story. That was awesome. That was freaking cool. I liked it. Okay, so our next story comes from another Aaron, Aaron Donnelly. Damn, she's, the Aarons are real freaking popular. I know. Here. I know. She's, I love the like the female version of Aaron. I like both versions. But yeah. I love I love a girl named Aaron. Yeah. I don't know what it is. It's I awesome. It. Fuck yeah. Great name, guys. It is, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, Erin Donnelly, she gave us permission to share her last name. So, um, and if she didn't, we're sharing it anyways, Erin. Yeah. Screw you, (laughs) Erin. Okay. So her email reads, hello, I have a spooky story to share that comes from my sister, Jess. And she gave us permission to share names as well. We're going back to 2003 when I was growing up in Toronto. My sister, Jess and brother, Jack got a small apartment in the Lakeshore neighborhood of the city. At the time, Jess's eldest daughters were two and three, and she and my brother were were both in their early 20s. The neighborhood is known for its criminal activity, drugs, robberies, gangs, 
brackets the usual for Toronto you know mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah yeah we know yeah um, quite familiar <laughs> but alas it's what younger people can afford so they took it from the start both of them experienced some weird situations but neither really believed in ghosts or whatnot so brushed it off they'd be fast asleep in one room and the other room would be empty but a tv or radio would turn on full sound Both of them experienced scenarios where they saw the other walk into a room and called out their name. Both times they realized that no one had walked into that room and they were very spooked. Oh, shit. That's so scary. Like if I saw, if I was like, oh, I I see Luke walking into that room and I'm like, Luke. And then I go in, there's like no one in there. Yeah. That would be terrifying. The diarrhea stream would be intense (laughs) from me. (laughs) Like I scare easy. That's the thing about me me is I spook easy. So, So yeah. Lastly, excuse me while I vomit, <laughs> the bathroom tub drain would go down very slowly. She has that in all caps, very slowly. This was the only bathroom and included a tiny closet about three feet in height, one foot across. We all would joke that you could hide a body in there. Ha ha. That's dot, like dot. exactly what you would need. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Here I'm like, oh yeah, I've got a couple of those myself. <laughs> Um, the apartment was meant for them to save more as she was a single mom, but little did they know they'd be out of there in a rush months later. My dad's best friend was a police officer and was working in the sex crimes unit. Naturally, he didn't disclose much information about his cases, but my dad also being a crime enthusiast would pry a bit. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, I would do that <laughs> yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, come on, but like um, elbowing. Yeah. So what, can you tell me anything? I'm so nosy to begin with. I think we all, like we've talked about this before. We're like, I don't deal well. If I hear someone even slightly whisper near me, I'm like, I fucking need all the details instantly. <laughs> if I see people having a conversation that I'm not involved in, I will literally like slam my head in between them. Be like, what are you fucking talking about? Like, that's who I am where I interject myself and everything. Tell me, tell me now. So if someone has an interesting job that requires them to be secret, yeah, I'm fucking going to be prying too. Yeah. <laughs> don't. Okay. If you're a cop or don't come about there, with me. don't become friends with Becky. She's just going to Because like, I have like coercion techniques that I will use to have you <laughs> tell me your secrets. I bet you do. It works. People tell me things. So, uh, so yeah. So she said her dad pr- would pry a bit. They were chatting about my sibling's apartment one day and my dad's friend asked him what their address was again. He basically went white when my dad answered. He was working on a case that happened in that exact apartment unit. There was a reason for their, there was a reason their unit was the only one with carpeting. <gasps> it was placed to cover up the floor stained with blood. No. Farah Khan was a four-year-old girl living in the neighborhood prior to them. She lived with her father and stepmother. Farah was sadly heavily abused emotionally, no. verbally, and physically by her parents. Oh, that's so terrible. That's really sad. We ended up finding out that she was murdered in <gasps> the apartment my siblings shared by her parents and they cut her little body up in that bathtub. Oh, no. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. The one with the slow drain. Right? Yeah, That's what she said? she's probably, like, clogged up. Oh, my gosh. The closet in the bathroom was used to lock her in when she misbehaved. <gasps> no. Oh, God. This is terrible. You can imagine how quickly those jokes were no longer funny. Yeah, they're not funny anymore. And the absolute fear my siblings felt when they found this out. They moved out within days, but my sister and I have talked about it a few times in recent years, and it still gives her chills. An an incredibly sad case, but a forever spooky story of their Lakeshore apartment. It's been over 20 years, but I don't doubt 
Farah's spirit is still in that apartment. Yeah, I don't doubt it either. I wonder who cheers, lives there now. Aaron Donnelly. As, as if you signed it off with cheers. Cheers. Like you're supposed to be happy after that, Aaron. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's, yeah, that's a crazy story, Aaron. That's, yeah. That's so sad. That's really sad. That's scary. It's, that's, it's crazy how quickly, like, a, a true, like, murder story becomes, like, scary. Yeah. Because, like, we can, like, talk about these cases all day, but then the second you, like, know somebody that this happened to, you're like, oh, this is instantly really sad. Especially a child. Yeah. I, yeah. But, that's scary. But everything they experienced in that apartment just makes it even more terrifying. Yeah. Because, and the drain. Oh, oh the, the drain. drain. Oh, that's why she said she was going to vomit. Because initially when I read it, I was like, why are you vomiting about, about the drain going down slow? That's like everybody's fucking drain. <laughs> yeah, like, like my drain just goes pull down the hair out. Yeah, your drain's going down real slow because of your hair. Oh, yeah. But, but that's, oh, yeah. Wow. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing the story with us. Yeah. And, and yeah, that's, I'm that glad they don't. One. I don't. I'm glad they don't live in that apartment yeah, me anymore. Because, like, yeah, reading this, and I then, probably like, would have done the same and just moved right out of there. I probably would have even moved out prior to. Knowing. Oh yeah, I can't even live somewhere that might remotely seem like it's haunted. I've never experienced that yeah. before, and if I did, I would never sleep again. No, you'd see me like I'd Tasmanian have to devil running it down the road. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, there'd be like smoke <laughs> behind me for how fast exactly. I'd be running. No, not happening. Well, let's let's move on to the next one. I'm pretty sure this is the one that's a little bit more upbeat, I think. This one I um I have read this one and it's actually it's quite nice. Okay. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a pleasant ghost story. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, this is from my good pal Mora. We've met through, you know, the knitting community. Mm-hmm. Mora's the fucking best. Hello, Mora. Hi, Mora. Hi. Um okay, so she writes, "Hi Becky and Haley." Hello. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> ghost story i have a few and they all revolve around my dad's death in um, 2010 here's my wildest in 2014 i had just moved away from my family on the west coast to go to grad school on the east coast this was especially hard as my dad had died about four years earlier and i felt like i was breaking up what was left of my family unit that's fair that's fair to feel Mm -hmm. that way shortly after moving my new roommate and i got gym memberships and we would go often together One evening, as we were driving to the gym, I was telling my roommate stories about my dad. I was telling her about how, when I was little, my dad had to travel for work a lot, so he missed out on some big milestones. But he would always insist he be the only one to give me my nighttime bath before he left on a work trip. That's cute. I like that. Yeah. While my eyes were closed and full of suds, he'd sing All My Lovin' by the Beatles. Close your eyes and I'll kiss you tomorrow. I'll miss you. Remember, I'll always be true. And then while I'm away, I'll write home every day and I'll send all my love unto you. I should have sang it, but. Oh, that's so that's beautiful. beautiful. I love that song. And that is, that's beautiful. Oh, this makes me think of a story I have. I'll share after. Uh, my roommate and I go to the gym, do our workouts. And while I'm stretching out, listening to my top 40 Pandora station, guess what comes on? All my loving by the Beatles. It went from Pitbull to the Beatles to Beyonce. I was stunned. There was no way that fit into the Pandora algorithm. Very true. Yeah. I knew that was my dad's way of saying that he's still sending all his loving even while he's away. Hope that was okay. Feel free to use or not. And hopefully you enjoy the story anyway. Well, you know what? Oh, we did. I have like chills. I, I love a good story like that. I love stories like that. And it's so it's so true where it's sort of like yeah it's a popular song but it's never going to come on when no. i'm listening to like top 40 or like, like a hit pop list station. or something no, it's true yeah that's so strange and also beautiful yeah 
I, I have a similar story that I'll just squeeze this one in before we read the next story. Yeah. But this reminds me of something that happened to me after my Nana had passed in, it must have been 2011 or 2012. I can't remember the exact year now. Mine and my Nana's thing was always Mamma Mia. Like all the music, the musicals, mm-hmm. everything. So do you remember the store in the mall called Cinema One? Yeah. 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 Okay. You know how they would only ever play the like new releases on the TV in there? Yeah. Only that. Or they would like reflect it to whatever the like season was. Mm-hmm. So if it was Halloween, they'd play Halloween movies or Christmas, Christmas movies, etc. Yeah. But it was always new releases if it wasn't a season. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So at the time I worked in the mall. I can't remember where because I worked like so many different places in the mall. Yeah, I was as, like, as which, did you? Yeah, I was gonna be like, which job was it? Was it was either Dairy Queen or Danya, one or the other. Yeah. I can't remember. I think it was Dairy Queen. Mm, yeah, I think it must have been Dairy Queen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I fucking used to make blizzards, guys. Leave me alone. <laughs> I'd flip them upside down. Yeah, that was the best. I used to shovel popcorn. Yeah. I mean, we've all been there. <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Um, so my Nana had passed and um, obviously I like didn't handle it very well. My Nana and I were extremely close. Um, so... I think it was like maybe two or three days had passed. Things were still like extremely fresh, like really fresh. So I'm like going into a shift. I think it was like my first shift back after her passing. And I went to go take my break. Yeah, it was definitely Dairy Queen because it was right around the corner from Cinema One. Yeah. You've seen my DVD collection. I was like, I'm going to go in. I'm going to cheer myself up and buy a new movie for myself because that's what I used to do. Mm. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to take my break. I'm going to go head over to Cinema One. I'm going to buy a movie. And I walk in. And at at this exact lunch break, they were playing Mamma Mia, which they never played because it wasn't at the time a new release. No, it came out like in the mid 2000s yeah. or something, I think. Or at least early 2000s. Early 2000s. Like, like, yeah, it came out a long time ago. They were playing. And this is like the part that even prior to my Nana's passing made me cry because it just always reminded me of my Nana. But it was the scene where... Um, Meryl Streep is, is brushing her hair and singing Slipping Through My Fingers. Oh, and I walk in and I was like, oh my God, I like literally felt like, like a ton of bricks had hit me. And so I go up and I was like, why are you playing this? And I can't, the girl at the time, she was like, I don't know. I just kind of felt like playing it today. And I was like, don't you guys only ever like play new releases though? Cause I was like upset. Yeah. I was like, why would you fucking do this to me? Aww. And she was just like, I don't know. I just like kind of felt like watching it myself. So I threw it on and I was just like, that is so strange. That's and so I just like weird. left thinking like it was probably my Nana being like, ha ha play this this will get her because like my nana would like do stuff like that yeah i'm like convinced that like anytime like something like comically weird happens to me i'm like ah there she goes again fucking with me so yeah Yeah. that's that's my story it was just like so strange yeah that's so weird yeah but again that's lovely i know it was lovely thankfully she wasn't like popping out from a door scaring me because that's also something she would do (laughs) (laughs) that's still coming now she's gonna like wait until like her memory fades and then be like ha boo boo gotcha (laughs) i mean i'm gonna do that to my relatives oh god yeah i'm not doing any (laughs) lovely shit when i go i'm only doing spooky shit (laughs) okay So, so we're moving on our next one. So this is another one from Aaron Donnelly. Thank you so much. <laughs> we love you. Thank you for Aaron. What's going on with your life that you have to send us so many scary stories? <laughs> like, are you okay? Do you need help? No, send us all of them. Keep sending them. I know, but like, I'm getting concerned for her well-being. <laughs> <laughs> okay, she okay, says, go. "Hello, I have another spooky tale to share." This one comes from my parents. Shout out to Kevin and Sue for being too friendly <laughs> with their serial killer neighbor. 
brackets before i was born only my siblings problem not mine suckas (laughs) (laughs) i love that okay she's so funny (laughs) okay this story goes back to the 1980s and early 90s when my family was living in orangeville my parents had great neighbors one in particular was quiet but kind and sold antique furniture Mm, i'm already getting bad vibes from that person (laughs) (laughs) by 1992 this neighbor closed up his antique shop and headed to western canada Fast forward to 2020 in Weston, a community of Toronto. Here is what my parents shared when I asked for their spare table to use in my new apartment living room. Dad, oh, you mean the one from the murder house? (laughs) Aaron, excuse me? (laughs) I can like hear her voice too. (laughs) (laughs) This is when they began to tell me about David Snow, a quiet neighbor from their time in Orangeville, whom they often bought antique furniture from. David disappeared all of a sudden one day and his shop mysteriously was shut down. The reason? He began his spree of crime and terror beginning in the Caledon area. Oh my God. He was breaking into cottages and leaving strange items. This is in quotes, including feces wrapped in newspaper. Oh no. See, that's something I'd do. Oh my God. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Becky. I'm like, ah, ideas. Yes. Feces. Becky's in. Um, He's bottled urine and second world war lists of military equipment itemized with numerical value so strange um okay police dubbed him the house hermit oh that's also a nickname that everyone here has for me because i don't fucking go anywhere (laughs) the house hermit hermit. i'm gonna start calling luke that oh my god okay (laughs) that's also very accurate to him i feel like both luke and i are house hermits yeah yeah absolutely he always describes it as like his like his apartment is his hobbit hole yeah he's yeah, a yeah. Hobbit. yeah who just likes the comforts of home so <laughs> okay i understand <laughs> yeah but i like house hermit as well it's it's, it's like the house hippo but <laughs> you know who's the house hippo did you not grow up in canada <laughs> i think so the house hippo do you not remember like the commercial from like from when we were like children and they were like trying to teach us not to believe everything you see on tv and everyone believed that the house hippo was real because of it no are you nuts? I have no memory of this. It was a it was a TV program? It was a TV commercial from like Canada, like advertising from like the government of Canada, like the federal government being like you can't trust like TV and it was like oh. this little hippo walking through a house. No, I don't remember this. Okay. We'll have to look it up later or something. Uh, you know what? You're going to get hate mail like as soon as this episode airs. I don't think everyone would feel as everyone. passionately yes. about this as you do. Trust Becky. me, everyone will feel just as passionately about this. Everyone who grew up around this area. All right, guys, we'll see. Just send her hate mail, anyways. <laughs> Back me up, guys. I'm gonna go home and ask everyone I know. We'll get a tally. I'm gonna do a vote. Okay. We're gonna do a vote. All right. Okay, continue. Sorry. Um. <laughs> okay. After doing, um, after some time of doing this, so okay, so he says he was breaking into cottages. After some time of doing this, he was eventually caught in a cottage by the owners nancy and ian blackburn nancy was murdered and stuffed into their trunk while ian was forced to drive their vehicle to their toronto home with david as a passenger he then killed ian and placed him with his wife's body david hit the road to bc where he continued his crimes by robbing assault rape and kidnapping three months after ian and nancy's murder the vancouver rcmp arrested david after his crimes in their city from what i've read he was denied parole in 2019 and still is not out he has continued to be 
psychologically assessed and in recent years was diagnosed with antisocial and disorders. And I'm, I'm assuming that's supposed to say and other disorders, maybe. Mm-hmm. So n- now when I look at my cute record player from my grandparents, I also get a view of the antique table it sits on from the murder house. <laughs> Cheers. Cheers. Aaron Donnelly. <laughs> <laughs> You're okay, Aaron. You're so good at being like murder, death, assault, everything. Cheers. Have a great night, guys. See you later. (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's nuts. Wow. Well, I I want a creepy ass table. So you literally own like an item of furniture from a murderer. Like, Aaron, are you okay? Like that would be like, oh yeah, that chair over there belonged to Ted Bundy. Like, no big deal. Get it out of here. (laughs) Get it the fuck out of here. It's obviously haunted. Oh my gosh. Oh, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, fuck, that was a good one. Damn. Mm-hmm. Should we cover David Snow? Like, is that a case we need to be covering? I'm going to look into it We're going to look into it. Yeah, Absolutely. this is happening. All right. Our our next story comes from Mora again. Hello, Mora. Thanks, Mora. She says, and this is hilarious because I like verbally harassed her. So <laughs> she says, hi again. Okay, at the urging of Becky, here's another story about my parents' resident ghost. <laughs> Because she was like, oh, like, should I send in another story? And I was like, you must. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, well, I already sent you the one. I was like, no, no, no. You must. <laughs> I was like, send a million. If you have them, send them. Yeah, seriously, guys. Like, if you have any more, just send them Keep to sending us. them. Because yeah. we'll do listener stories all the time if you guys like this. I'm liking it. I like reading everybody's stories. Me it's too. exciting. Okay. <clears throat> she writes, my parents had a whirlwind romance. They only knew each other for three months before they got engaged that's see sometimes that can work amazing and then Mm -hmm. sometimes it's terrifying Mm -hmm. but i'm glad that it worked out amazing for them that's so cute because those are the best love stories when they do work out amazing you're just like ah love i love love (laughs) i love love (laughs) and it was only another few months before they were married shortly before they were married they moved into a house together in la the house was nice cute and quaint one of those 1920s bungalows that are all over the suburbs of that area but there was only one problem it definitely had a ghost. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Specifically, an older gentleman who would often sit in the rocking chair my great-grandfather made, looking out the big picture window at the front of the house. He seemed gentle, not out to scare anyone, and both, and both my parents knew about him. But neither of them said anything. They had only been together a few months at that point. What if the other thought they were crazy and broke off the wedding? That's, a, that's um, actually very true. That's fair. I feel like I would like probably be hesitant to say something. Yeah, that's true. Very true. So they both kept living with this sweet elderly ghost in the rocking chair, never saying a word. I, I was going to ask a question, but I'll just keep reading. <laughs> that is until they moved out a few years later. It was only when they were packing the rocking chair into the moving van that my mom finally tentatively mentioned the ghost to my dad. And you thought so too, he responded, breaking the code of silence. The ghost seemed to stay behind, not coming along with the rocking chair. That's pretty good. That's, that's pretty great. Good. Yeah, that's great. Yes. Yeah. But ever since then, they both laugh at the idea that they were too scared to tell each other about their unseen roommate, all the while sharing a secret without knowing it. Again, feel free to use or not. Of course, we're using that. We that's used awesome. It. Yeah. <laughs> that also reminds me of another story with Drew and I. I don't know if I've mentioned it on the podcast before, but about how when Drew and I lived in the house in London together. Do I don't think it? you've. No, I think you might have told me it but okay. i don't think you've mentioned it yeah I, could, I can never remember i know i've talked to like the family here about it but so when we lived in london together ironically enough that was when drew was traveling for work so i would be the one like 
home, not vice versa how it is like now. Yeah. Um, so he would leave and I'd be in the house alone by myself with Oscar. We didn't have Taco at the time. I have this rule of thumb ever since the day I got Oscar that if Oscar hears something, it's real. If Oscar doesn't hear it, I'm imagining it. Okay. Because he's got great ears. Not so much now because he's an old stinky fart. But <laughs> it's still very true that like if I hear something and he's just like sleeps through it and like doesn't react, it's just like house noises. It's nothing to be concerned about. I feel like that's a fair way to judge something though. like dogs always like you said sometimes they respond to things that are just like not even there right so it's like if they're not responding at all then mm-hmm. it's probably nothing yeah you know so that was my rule of thumb it still is i go by it i live by it. that's like my protection system yeah not like he's gonna protect me i mean you've seen how quickly he can stand up not very quickly <laughs> not very quickly <laughs> but so anyways i'm in the house by myself and what i would hear often when i'd go to bed is very very distinct loud footsteps stomping around not just slightly walking around but like stomping like angry stomping like pacing back and forth oh my god so i would never open the bedroom door because i was just so scared i also lived by the rule if i was under the blanket nobody's fucking getting me no one can see you no one can no get through my there. chain mail blanket like, <laughs> yeah. but so the very first time i had ever heard this i looked to see is oscar hearing this he was in fact hearing this and he was like looking at the door thinking like Drew was about to walk in. Drew was not about to walk in. No one walked in. They just kept pacing back and forth and Oscar lost sleep over it as did I. Oh my God. Because we're hearing someone walking and I'm not allowing him to go outside of the room to see who it is. Mm-hmm. So this happened like, I want to say five times because Drew at the time would like travel around for shows and stuff like play like gigs. And I would tell him about it. I would call him. I'd be like, it's happening right now. And he would not, I always make jokes that he was gaslighting me. He technically was, (laughs) but like (laughs) he obviously did the like smart boyfriend thing. He tried to calm me down and say like, it's, it's fine. It's nothing. Like it must just be like the house settling. So I like would believe him. I didn't really believe him. I just like went along with it. But then turns out he heard it too. (gasps) He waited until we moved here to be like, yeah, no, no, no. I heard it all the time. Oh my God. He just didn't want me freaking out. And I was like, that's not fair. Like I wanted, I needed you to validate my feelings. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what's better. I don't know what I would want because you telling me that, like I said, if there was something that even felt remotely haunted, like I would be out of there. I would be, I would never sleep again. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like maybe him downplaying it. I don't know. Do you feel like it helped in any way? No. You don't You don't think so? No, because I thought he thought I was some lying ass crazy lady. <laughs> you should have just been like, I hear it. But then again, if he did, maybe it would have made things worse. Because if he did say, yeah, I heard it, we'd probably have moved. Mm-hmm. And we had so much stuff. Like, I would even- be freaking out. Well, that like reminds me of my story that I was thinking of telling. Because um, so one night uh luke and i are both lying in bed and it was like a really windy night i can't remember if it was raining but it was definitely like super windy and you you know one of those nights you can just like hear the wind howling rustling against the windows and like blowing we had like i had the chairs outside covered so with like a little like a thin plastic like sheet so you could kind of hear that blowing as well Mm -hmm. like the blowing of like a plastic sheet and everything it was just super windy so and we also had um I think this was in the winter. So we had the heat on. It was either the heat or the air, but it was like there was air coming through a vent too. And it's usually pretty loud. So there was a lot of noises kind of like layered on top of each other. And I'm lying like kind of like on my back. And Luke is lying 
with his back towards me. Okay. So he's facing like the, like the edge of the bed. Um, and I, he kind of like shoots up and looks at the end of the bed. Like he doesn't shoot straight up. Like he's not sitting up, but I can see his head come up and look at the end of the bed sort of like suddenly. Okay. Luke's haunted. And then he, he looks at it for a few seconds and then he kind of just like slowly puts his head back down. And I was like, that was weird and whatever. I didn't say anything. I'm lying there just like trying to get to sleep, whatever. And then he does it again. He like shoots up and he's looking at the, like kind of like almost like with a gasp, like, like, and he's looking at the end of the bed and I'm like, bro, are you good? (laughs) And I, so I ask him, I'm like, what's wrong? Are you okay? And he's like, he, he says, there's someone walking at the end of our bed. No. And then just like lies back down. Okay. And he said it so casually. Like I have a question. You're still dating him? <laughs> just, just wait. <laughs> because all of these things going through my head right now, like I thought, I, I was like, okay, it's like, you know, in like the sixth sense when the kid's like, I see dead people. Like I thought yeah. he was like, that's his way of just telling me that like he sees dead people or something. Like yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm dating someone who sees ghosts. Like, yeah. and I've never heard this before. And it's been like two years, and you know, he's just like, that's Fred. He sometimes walks around. Like he just <laughs> said it so casually. He's like, there's someone walking at the end of our bed and then kept looking and then kind of just slowly like laid his head back down. And I think he, and I got literally like you said i pulled the covers over my head and i turned around like, <laughs> no one can get so you. we're like back to back at this point because i'm like b- like burrowing into the bed why would you be back to back i'd be like clenched because off no because life. my back then would be facing the door <gasps> yeah so, okay you know you what know? you can't have your back exposed. no 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 so i'm like burrowing and he he kind of like he's like are you okay and i was like yeah and i just like was hiding i was so terrified he's asking you if you're okay meanwhile he just said there's someone fucking walking in your bedroom well yeah because and i'll explain later i guess but but basically he he said that and i didn't say anything and i just turned around and like shoved my face in the pillow and then he's like are you are you okay are you good and i'm like yeah and then so <laughs> the next more like i'm terrified yeah. i'm so scared because i think he i can't remember exactly i think he like looked up one more time at the end of the bed no. like i think i could hear him looking up how well how would you fall asleep after that? and i'm like there's, <laughs> so. i'm not looking there's no freaking way and so eventually i fell asleep but i was pretty like shook the whole night yeah. and the next day i'm I like bring up the conversation because I I didn't know if it was going to be like, hey, buddy, uh, hey, buddy, do you actually see ghosts or what's going on? And so I ask him about it and and he says, well, I heard I thought I was hearing footsteps at the end of the bed. And I'm realizing because I remember like listening to the wind and like the air and everything like he, he goes, oh, I was hearing like a shuffling sound. And I was like, oh, well, I heard that, too. But like that was just the air. Yeah. Like come like it was just the way it was blowing through the vent and like the wind and everything. Like right. I heard I heard it like it sounded like shuffling, like I get that. But he in his head was I guess like freaking himself out. And uh. so and he's like I just felt like I heard it at the end of our bed. And so that's why I kept looking up cuz I was like I feel like someone's and and I said to him I'm like, "Well, the way that you said it though, excuse me, yeah. was so casual that I got so scared and that's why like I turned around and he's like oh I thought you just like I thought you were just going to bed he said I was terrified like so he's lying next to me and he's freaked the fuck out and I'm terrified why didn't you guys communicate because I just turned around like because he said it so casually I thought he wasn't scared I would still be like 
excuse me, sir, I need you to <laughs> explain to me what you mean by this. No, I think I just shut down because I was like, I think at that point when he said it, I like might have had my eyes open. And so I just like closed my eyes and like turned around and like pulled the covers. And I was just like, uh, like you said, it's like if the covers are, there's, you're fine. There's no, you're, you're fine. There's That's no like one out how there. how to not get killed. Rule number one. If you're under the blanket, you're fine. <laughs> you're under Nothing's the going to happen to you. Nothing can get to you. And if something does happen to you, that blanket's already shielded you from seeing, seeing all the scariness. You're and it fine. just scared me how casually he had said it. So I didn't think he was scared at all. And he, he said to me, I didn't think you were scared because you just like turned around and went to bed. And I'm like, no, I was literally like quivering. <laughs> no i pissed the bed (laughs) (laughs) and we were it's just kind of a funny story because there was nothing there like i know exactly the sound he was when he described it to me i'm like no sweetie like that's just that was just like the wind and the air and everything like there was no footsteps but he made me believe that there was or that he was seeing something and it was just like this huge thing like misunderstanding and then we (laughs) laugh about it now but at the time i was terrified oh, that's terrifying yeah and he oh was too <laughs> i think the next time i have like any kind of sleepover with anyone i'm going to like purposely like wake up halfway through the night like dramatically so that they like hear me wake up kind of thing and then be like what the fuck is that and then just go back to sleep how dare you do not ever do that i to know me. it's gonna freak out the whoever. podcast will end we will not be friends anymore <laughs> there's gonna be like some kind of legal dispute after <laughs> if you guys oh. yeah if you ever hear anything that's it's because you know what happened i oh. mean becky had a sleep you know what i'm gonna to do it to either megan or Allie because this will come out after i've already been there so they have no warning guys i don't consent I don't, I don't condone Haley, you're supposed to be on my freaking side. (laughs) (laughs) Help me scare them. We can scare them another way. No. Maybe one that's not going to like scar them and like, like prevent them from having a good night's sleep. No, this is the only way. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, guys. You heard it here first. Yeah. (laughs) That's true. Okay. So the next story, um, was told to me by, uh, my, my, my personal trainer and my friend, Dan, who, who Becky knows. Yeah. Um, and okay, okay. You say it like, I just know him. He, he's personally trained. He, he's, he's your trainer too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah of course. He, sound like he a trains both of, of us. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's probably listening being like, Becky, you haven't worked out in like eight weeks. Come on. I'm no. so sorry. I swear. I'm going to say He would never out. say that. He'd be like, it's, it's okay. You're awesome. You're doing great. <laughs> but he'd be like, but seriously, move your ass woman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So Dan told me this story and I was okay. like, you have to like, like write it down for me or whatever he <laughs> he sent me a voice like voice to text note and we both laughed about it later because it was like because voice to text is never good (laughs) (laughs) um but yes so and he told me this story while i was working out and i was like oh my god like (laughs) gasping for air lifting the weights extra high (laughs) holy shit (laughs) this is such a great story okay so one night when i was 13 years old i was having a friend over for a sleepover My parents were out for the night at a concert, and my older brother was away at university. This particular night, my buddy and I were hanging out in the basement uh, when we started hearing strange noises upstairs. The noises started with me hearing the front door open. Both my friend and I heard the front door open and then heard footsteps walk from the front door all the way to the kitchen. The footsteps then walked from the kitchen all the way to the living room. The footsteps stopped right in the middle of the living room. My buddy and I heard the entire thing. We decided to go upstairs and check it out. Once upstairs, we went into the kitchen and one of the drawers had been opened. A knife had been pulled out of the drawer and placed on the counter. 
I know this knife was not sitting out prior to these noises, and I know that no one could possibly have gotten into the house to pull a prank on me. Even today, thinking about this story sends chills down my spine. Okay, that's spooky. Oh my god, yeah. And there's like zero explanation? No, he he told me the story and he's like, no, he he's like even telling you now, like it's, I have goosebumps, like it scares me. Because he's said that him and his friend both heard these noises. That's so, it's almost so much worse when somebody else hears it with you. Yeah. Like, what is that? And he, and again, he's like, my brother was away. My parents were out for the night um, and didn't come back until long after mm-hmm. that. Who else could have just gotten into his house and i remember him specifically saying it was yeah. very strange that the footsteps that it's not like like say someone was breaking into the house you'd hear them leave you'd hear them leave like they'd walk from the but front door stopped. to the kitchen rummage around or whatever to the living room and then they would walk back out he's like the footsteps stopped right in the middle of the living room so whoever did it was probably still there when they made it up to the kitchen like you think it was an actual person they were just Maybe. like standing there yeah but well I believe he said they like went upstairs to check it out. So I would imagine they would have maybe looked around a bit. I'm what I'm picturing is them seeing the knife and running scared back downstairs. That's what I would do. That is what I would do. But I don't know. But if they checked it out and maybe, yeah, they looked in, let's say they looked in the living room and no one was there. Maybe, maybe there was someone there and they were hiding or maybe it's a ghost and the ghost was hiding. Well, I feel like the, like a ghost is the most likely because if it was someone like he said i mean if someone playing a prank how would you get into his house if it's like a robber and they broke into the house why wouldn't they take anything yeah take yeah they literally just put a knife on the counter and then leave no matter what way you you. swing it it's scary yeah no matter what it's dan are you okay (laughs) (laughs) are you okay (laughs) do you you need help like (laughs) Um, that's actually so scary yeah i know it's really spooky eh damn yeah so okay so for our last story okay um this is from luke's dad okay so my partner's dad told me this story luke oh you're playing you're, i know i was like oh someone's touching my toes <laughs> uh, i can't now i can't go i know now i like want to keep doing it <laughs> so yeah so my partner's dad told me this story um because luke mentioned to me when we were doing this he's like oh my dad has like an alien story and i was like no shit are you kidding <laughs> no me no way how have i never heard about this um he's like oh i thought i thought i told you or i thought he told you and i'm like no so I, like i went this was like a few weeks ago we went to sarnia and i was like i sat him down i was like you have to tell me the story Listen right now here <laughs> um so th- he said this was back when he was like probably in his he was probably like 20 ish like maybe early 20s um and in sarnia there's this big massive park called canaterra park so uh, luke and i actually just we were there last weekend and i he had taken me up there before but he we went for a drive and he's like do you want to drive through canaterra park and i was like yeah because i want to see i want to remind myself what it looks like right so um his dad told me that like back in the day he had his like corvette and they all had like you know like the muscle car era oh yeah (laughs) i guess this would have been he said like maybe late 70s early 80s couldn't remember exactly um and yeah and everyone had like muscle cars and like whatever so they they would all drive down to canaterra park at at night um and they'd drink or whatever and they would like drag race (laughs) oh my god as well. this sounds so hardcore this sounds yeah. like a movie i know <laughs> i'd watch this movie yeah it's awesome um and so if you go now it's funny because the parking lot 
is really, really long, but it has all these medians dividing all of it. Because, because of the drag race. That's where they used to drag race. It's a quarter mile, exactly. So they used to drag race the quarter mile. <gasps> and then to prevent the drag racing, they put all these medians in it to You're not divide a true drag racer if you can't plow through medians. <laughs> <laughs> right over in those nice low cars yeah. to the ground. <laughs> um, so he said that, and he just said like they would drive around town or whatever or they'd hang out there at yeah. the park listen to the radio and drink and whatever so he said he was um i think he said he was with a girl and he was in his car and they lovers were lovers lane oh yeah <laughs> and they were driving into canaterra park so there's like you drive into it and then there's like a long bend until you get around to the parking lot okay um and there's like now i don't know if they would be back then but there's like now there's like houses kind of along the bend um and then the other side there's like trees and stuff and like the park but he said that they were driving into this bend and all of a sudden everything everything in his car shuts off like the radio his car everything it just like stalls hmm. and he's like okay that's really strange like he's trying to turn his car on and it's not turning on and yeah um him and whoever he was with they were like uh, like he's like i don't know i think he had he's told me he had just bought this car yeah so it was new um and so they they didn't know what to do they tried for a few minutes and then they got out and they're like okay well we'll walk down to where we know all the other cars are mm -hmm. we're in the parking lot where they're all hanging out he said it was maybe five ten minute walk away and then we'll get someone to drive down and boost my car okay so they're walking down and um they're kind of coming around the bend to where they would normally be seeing like headlights and hearing music because again everyone would play on the radio they yeah. like all go to the same radio station and like blast it or smart someone would bring like a big stereo or something yeah. so they don't hear anything they don't see any lights at all hmm. and they're getting a little bit closer to where the cars would be and he said that it was a it was a clear night there was like stars and the moon and everything so there was like light from the sky yeah. right which you like naturally you know like everyone knows what i'm talking about where it's like it's sometimes not cloudy. the moon like completely lights up an area like. yeah um so he said that the entire sky went black huh like he he remembers thinking oh i wonder if it just got really cloudy all of a sudden because yeah all of the stars and the moon and everything were gone it was all blacked out weird and eventually again they're getting close so when you get closer to the parking lot the parking lot's along the water okay so he said that they got closer and they basically can see this massive like circular object in the sky was it like, he said an it was unidentified flying object <laughs> well yeah that's basically the point of the story um because like he said it was so big it blocked out the entire sky huh that's how big it was he, like he's like you couldn't look in either direction and like see the end of it it was so Weird. big and he said there was a circle of maybe like 50 lights like all in a circle when you look up and they're like what the hell is this like he's like we just stopped in our tracks like we just couldn't believe like we're like what are we looking at right now and then he said all of a sudden there was this like super loud like boom like thunder almost oh. And then it was gone. Like it just poofed? It just was gone. All of a sudden, the stars are back. The moon's back. Every, he said it was a huge, loud boom. And I believe he might have said like a flash. And then it was just gone. <gasps> All in like the blink of an eye. And so they walked down to where the cars are. And um, 
everyone like yeah. their cars are on now and they're he they're all talking and he's like did you see that like what was that just us and they're like no like all of our cars were stalled like all nothing all of us like all of our cars just turned off the radios turned off the lights turned off like did we they couldn't see get, the blackness yeah and they were because at that point they were maybe like less than 500 meters away so again he's like yeah. i'm supposed to be seeing headlights and everything but i'm not seeing anything just because it was black but they're all within like view of each other yeah. that's how close they were so they all saw it all of their cars stalled and then as soon as it's gone everything turns back on weird and walt walks back down to his car and his car turns on and then so he drives back down to where all the cars are parked to like whoa like be with everybody again and a few minutes later more cars start pulling in and they were like hey like our car is stalled like on the way into the park like what? on the road before the park entrance even their cars were stalling and and everything shut all the power shut off oh my god and so and and they saw it too and apparently maybe an hour later the police come because they're like so we're getting calls from people all in the area that saw something in the sky like did you guys see anything did this like make news i tried to find it i didn't i didn't look like super like deep into like the sarnia newspaper like every single day because again he doesn't really remember exactly what year it was oh true okay and to be honest when you google it there's like reports hundreds of reports in sarnia of ufo sightings even up to like this year really yes why so many there? I don't know, but I know that there's like theories about UFO sightings and aliens around like nuclear plants and things like that. Mm. And like Sarnia has like Chemical Valley. So there's all these plants and everything. And I don't know. It, uh, that could be an, I don't know. Interesting. I, I just don't hear about them that often in London. I, know, I feel like I never hear about like alien stories really. Like the only one I've ever heard directly is like Drew's and we're not even sure if it's aliens. Yeah. And he was telling me this story and I was freaking out. I'm like, I can't believe you experienced this yeah. in such a, and again, like this is what I was saying where I'm like, nothing happened to him. Like he's not scarred or anything. Yeah. I mean, depending on the person you are, I guess you, that could scar you for life. If you're like, like super paranoid and you think they're going to come back for you or something. Yeah. But I think because he experienced it with so many other people, it's comforting. It's probably comforting. But to me, that also says like, that it that's happened. legit i mean not yeah. that i would again not that i would call him a liar if he's the only one that saw it but he was with another person yeah. they go down the but way it's like almost more validating when you have yeah. like somebody that's like no, no no it happened to 40 of us all like, these other people in the parking lot and outside the park that saw it plus the police come because they're getting like phone calls about yeah. it yeah nuts yeah Oh, I know. That's crazy. I was like, that's the coolest story i've ever heard. like <laughs> that's a good one holy crap yeah wow mm-hmm Mm -hmm. wow that's a pretty good one yeah i liked that i loved it oh i want to hear more alien stories if you have oh alien God, stories come send on. them anything I, like even if they're not true send them i'll probably believe you <laughs> yeah just like we said just make them up yeah. we won't know i won't know anything different. just entertain us yeah <laughs> meanwhile we're here for their entertainment we're like no you gotta entertain us oh are time. we is that how it works i think so shoot I know, I know. I'm lazy. We should have read the fine print. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Damn it. Oh, well. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that spooky, fun, creepy, freaky listener story stories episode. We for... want to do this more often. It's fun. Yeah, and again, keep sending Just them in. Send to us, us more because we... we. I want to do this like 
I mean, once a month would be cool. I know. That, that's cool. That would be awesome. But I don't know if that'll happen. Like, you guys got to send us more in order for us to get to that point. Just, yeah. Like like we said, send us an email yeah. or send us a voice note or whatever yeah. is easiest you for wanna you guys. If you want to call me, like, honestly, I'll <laughs> give you my number. We can get on Write a us a letter. Like, yeah. whatever. Whatever. We'll, um, we'll if you think happen. of anything or you hear something from a friend or a family member. A friend of a friend. A friend you know. of friend this happened to a friend of a friend of mine yeah, exactly um and you know that you have their permission to share it we we don't have to use names but yeah like uh send them our way and we hope we can do another one of these soon yeah but in so. the meantime you know uh happy halloween happy halloween this is halloween <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so as usual sign up to be super cool join our cult of extremely awesome people who love true crime at www.patreon.com slash how to not get killed and then like if you ever want to chat and connect with us mm -hmm. you can send us an email to how to not get killed at gmail.com you can dm us or comment on our posts on instagram at how to not get killed and Haley has recently set up a twitter account for us yes yeah we have twitter now you can twat us or, tw or whatever <laughs> tweet us twit us um it's at h2 numerical two numerical two and g k why am i like i'm like i, I don't know <laughs> i know I'm like okay if you carry the seven it's, it's the it's the initials yeah. of how to not get killed but it's a number two yeah you'll find um, us twitter just doesn't let you make a name that's longer than like 10 characters or whatever so which is lame so yeah it's like 12 or something and i'm like oh okay i'm gonna write into them and be like you fucking change this or else but we'll uh we'll continue to post on our story and everything and link to that yeah. so follow us on on twitter follow us on tweeters on tweeters um on tweeters <laughs> <laughs> and everything else yeah and again um you know rate and review on Do apple that. Podcasts. that always helps us we love reading those and you know what the next time you're listening share it in your instagram stories tag us and then like just tag some people that you think should listen to the episode yeah we'd appreciate that yeah just pass us along to a friend even if you think they won't like us you make them like us <laughs> right we're, that's what we're all about yeah 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 forcing people to listen yeah tie them down you want to know how to not get killed listen to this fucking podcast <laughs> <laughs> right? right 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 yeah. all right well keep it sleazy <laughs> all right that's all are you gonna say bye you always say bye in your cute voice bye